You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNB Podcast, the Coronavirus Session. I should make that like scarier or something. Yeah, add some dark music too. <laughs> dark music in the background. Um, as you can see, I'm back in the podcast studio. Um, got some, got some lighting. I'm, I'm, I'm here today. Uh, uh, hey, Mike, what's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, I, I'm wrapping the upper crust today. I went and saw uh, Ben, Ben at upper crust uh, yesterday. Got some pastries. They're doing pretty well. Uh, but I'm, I'm doing good. Still, still adjusting to this at home life. But uh, hanging in there, trying to figure out what the next steps are. Are you gonna but get that? Are you gonna get fresh, uh, fresh views of your apartment, like your home. Oh, we're, yeah, get, we're gonna do uh, whoa, GMV cribs. <laughs> <laughs> be so fun. Well, you guys, um, before we get into the show, I want to thank our incredible sponsors, um, APR Advantage Personnel Resources. You guys, uh, we're a client of APRs, and I gotta tell you, um, uh, you know, one, one, these guys can, I mean, they they can take care of everything, especially like on the HR side, the payroll side workers comp um employee benefits like everything but i gotta tell you like through this crisis these guys have been rock stars i mean rock stars the amount of communication that i've been getting um from kevin and todd and the team over there has been has been phenomenal in terms of just making sure that our company is set for for this uh payment protection plan and and everything else that's that's happening out there i mean uh it's just it's just been awesome so i just wanted to say special thanks to those guys um highly highly recommend if you want to get the headaches off of your plate as an entrepreneur these are the guys to talk to um go to apradvantage.com so you guys thank you so much for your support of this podcast absolutely appreciate it and um, of course we want to get right into the episode no time to waste um let me introduce my man my friend pablo from rutex what's up buddy How's it going? Good, man. Uh, so, I mean, so you're, well, you're involved a lot. Why don't you give everybody like a 30-second to a 60-second spiel of who you are and what you do? Yeah, so uh, I started Rutex in late 2015, and it's basically a content marketing agency. And been doing that. Uh, we've been growing it little by little. We started offering social media management two years ago and um, different things here and there. Um, and then about a year ago, I embarked on a journey to create a publication called Innovate Gainesville, which uh, led to me having probably over 100 meetings in Gainesville over a course of six months or six to nine months. And I had the chance to meet the marketing directors, the co-founders of so many different companies in Gainesville and realize just how much we have here. And so the publication due to the coronavirus is a little bit delayed. And unfortunately, we're not having a launch event, but we're still thinking about doing some type of virtual launch event. So stay tuned for that. And, and it should be coming out in late, mid or late summer. So um, did that. Also helped start about three years ago what's now called the 161 Group. And we put on a lot of networking events. And um, of course, that's one other thing. You know, there's no networking events. There's no events, period, anymore. And so we're trying to adapt as quickly as we can. So we just... Uh, created our own show and we're going to try to do virtual events so um, our second episode is coming up tonight for those who are watching this and um, yeah excited to see how we can adapt uh, as quickly as possible <laughs> yeah mike give us the recall do you know what episode 161 was oh gosh it was uh not that long ago so it was probably episode like early 90s 92 93 do you remember Pablo? 
I actually don't remember, but that, that sounds about right to me. Um, that was like one of the hottest like episodes. It it, <laughs> it got shared a so much energy in that room. I'm like, oh yeah, like four people are on one side of the table, no problem. Like we got that it. a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> pizza. Oh man, that was so much fun. We definitely have to do it again sometime. That was so much fun. If you guys haven't checked out that episode, go back and check that episode out. Uh, it was it was really really good. Um, so cool, Pablo. I mean, the, you know, we're, the reason we're doing this is because we really want to help our Gainesville family uh, get through this crisis, man. I mean, this is this thing has rocked not only our community but the entire world, right? And it's been it's been interesting because you know I think I don't know maybe we were all just kind of like looking at what was happening overseas and just kind of being like, okay, like it'll stay over on that side of the ocean. Uh, and and I mean, I I, I don't want to say naively but not, uh, we, a lot of us probably naively thought that it wasn't gonna you know come into our community and uh and then just like wildfire this thing started to spread and we have the governor you know telling everybody to stay at home uh, i mean and, and not only in our state but in states across the country and uh you know it's been it's been upsetting there's been a lot of anxiety a lot of a lot of worry just people people really not sure what to do um, employment, you know, unemployment is, uh, is increasing by the, by the day. Um, you know, people, people are losing their jobs. I mean, it's just, a, just a lot of craziness right now. And, uh, you know, and I got to say, you know, I, you know, I talked about this with Mike earlier is that, you know, we're, we're trying to navigate this thing too. I'm not trying to be an expert on anything because I'm not, I'm trying, I'm trying to save my own companies, um, and, and make sure that we get through this thing. Uh, and so, but the one thing that I knew that I could do uh, and that Mike could do like, is, is get on here and talk to our community and find out what they're doing. And hopefully by sharing these stories and, find, and sharing what Rutex is doing and what other companies are doing, uh, you know, what 161 group is doing, because I know you guys just started doing the 161 report, uh, you know, like how, how we can pull together as a community and save. And that's my goal here is to save as many companies as possible and to save as many jobs as possible. So how has this thing uh, impacted you? Yeah, so um, so it's interesting because for digital marketing, if you think about it, there's more content being consumed than ever before right now. And so I've actually experienced uh, like an influx of clients of work, but there's a dilemma because we're not able to do like any in-person shoots right now. Or, you know, if, if we are, it needs to be like very like low key, like just two people, um, keep your distance. But um so we actually haven't done any shoots. I mean, the last shoot that we had was last Monday. And after that, um, everything just stopped. The good thing is we had a backlog of projects that we, we were still filming for, and we had just finished filming right before this all started. And so now we're just editing some projects for clients, and we just signed on another client for social media management. So, um, so I mean, for me, things haven't really changed that much. I feel like... Um, I think Rutex will be able to weather the storm. Um, and then on the 161 group front, like you mentioned, you know, we can't do any in-person events. And so that's why we're doing the report now. And, um, and, you know, it's been getting some good attention. So we're going to see if we can grow that and, you know, potentially down the line, get some sponsors and stuff like that. And, um, and then maybe create, we're, we're, right now we're looking at actually doing some type of crowdfunding campaign to help other startups in the community, because there are so many businesses that are just completely, you know, devastated by this. So um, just like you, you know, like not that my business is in, the, in, a, in a position where like we can save a lot of other companies, but you know, 
we can at least do our part and try to help. So. Yeah. Do you know of any uh, companies that have gone out of business locally? Because of yeah, that? I do know about uh, Eventplicity. I don't know if you heard um, at the Innovation Hub. And I mean, they were, I think, the largest company at the hub. Like they had the, the most offices of any single company rented out there. I think they were close to 40 employees. And, you know, now all those people have to find other jobs. Dude, the event I just, industry took a hit. Oh, yeah. I mean, completely. Anything with the events is really, really hurting. Mm hmm. I also heard that, uh, I don't know if you heard about it, Exact Tech supposedly laid off like 60 people yeah. um, over the past like two weeks. Um, it's so and, tough. These companies having to make those kind of decisions, you know, and it's, and, you know, and I, and I know, I mean, I, like, I know they didn't take it lightly, you know, and uh, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to see. So hopefully we can, you know, keep more of that from happening and, um, and hopefully this will, this will help. I, I, I don't know. I'm just giving it my best effort, you know? Yeah, no. And I mean, I think there are some businesses where if you think about like what even Plicity did, um, there's just some businesses that I like their best course of action is just to close down. Like it's, I mean, there's no, there's no events for the foreseeable future. And if your entire business model depends on events happening, then it, you should seriously consider because dragging that on, could only make it worse for you and for everybody else and your investors. And so I think, you know, in some cases you just have to cut your losses and move on as quickly as possible. Yeah. Mike, what you got, man? Mike, is Mike frozen? Mike's frozen. Oh yeah. I think he's frozen. Looks good that way. <laughs> At least he didn't freeze with like a super weird face or something. Uh, are you there? Yeah. Uh, He's moving. Yeah, I, 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 oh, there he is. I thought I thought everyone else froze but me, and then I realized no, it was me that froze. <laughs> the Matrix. Everybody, everybody needs to like up, up upgrade their Wi-Fi now that this has happened. You are right. Seriously, uh, has probably been getting tons of like requests to upgrade internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know. It's funny that you're talking about content, uh, you know, and the, how that content creation has, has spiked. Um, you know, what a, with that, though, becomes a lot more noise. There's a lot, of, there's a lot of content out there. I mean, what are you guys telling people in terms of, like, how to make, your stand, how, make yourself stand out during this time? You know, how, how, can, how can I make my message break through all of the noise, um, given the fact that the, the amount of content has gone way up in the last two weeks so you're absolutely right but a, a lot of the content that's getting put out is you know like amateur level stuff like people on tiktok and uh, that stuff is great and it gets a lot of attention but um but when you're getting something professionally done i think there's a difference there and i think that you know this all happened so fast that a lot of the companies who are, who are interested in putting out content didn't get the chance to you know start working on that so, um, so I mean, you know, with, with my company, with Rootex, I'm always, we always strive to, uh, like move the needle forward and try to make the content, you know, up the production quality and move it forward and make it look better and better. And so that's something that we're always trying to do no matter what. And so, um, we're just going to continue doing that. And, you know, um, at the end of the day, you're right. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot going on, but you know, if you have a great piece of content, um, it'll stand out, I think. 
So, Mike, what you got, man? Anything? Yeah. So, so where's the light at? Like, what have you seen in the community that that maybe has been like this this whole circumstance that we're all going through? It's it's been beneficial. Whether it's been changes in the way we do business or platforms or things that you've seen in the community that are standing out. Is there anything that like just kind of resonates with you? Um. Well, what I love is the amount of support in the community for other businesses, and particularly what I've seen with uh, the restaurants in town with uh, GNV Eats and this whole initiative. I mean, there's been so many business owners who have just been going out to eat and posting it and giving shout outs to these places because, you know, they're struggling too. This is really tough for them. So, um, so for me, it's been amazing to see that and just how everybody comes together and is supporting each other um, in this time of crisis. Um, it's also been interesting to see the, um, you know, like people like still pumping out content, you know, like, like you guys obviously not going to stop. Um, and then Elio has been pumping out so much content and then, you know, a couple other people who are like reigniting different podcasts that they had a while back. Um, so it's been cool to see that as well because, you know, it's something that I feel like is a very important market part of their marketing strategy, but you know, gets left behind because so many other things pile up on their plate. And now what all we have is free time and, um, the only way to communicate with other people is through, you know, digital content. So that's been really interesting for me. And I, I'm very curious to see how this is going to affect the long term because I was talking with my mentor and he was telling me that this is something that's going to shift like the culture, like in the long term, like, you know, like who, who knows, like social distancing could become something that, you know, people will always like stay, stay a little bit away from each other. Who knows if people are going to go back to like shaking hands you know, with everybody they meet. Um, I'm very curious to see the cultural changes here and how that's going to affect certain businesses and the dynamic of events and stuff like that. Definitely. It's wild to think about. So is there anything like specifically person personally for you or for your businesses that you're, you've had to change and that you're going to, you know, you're going to hang on to if we get away from this? Um, so definitely the amounts that we've been using zoom that's for sure so um i feel like in the past you know i would do like a lot of phone calls just because it's what i was used to but um now i've gotten a lot more comfortable with zoom and i'm actually very impressed with how it works and how efficient it is how easy it is to use um so that's something like you know if i'm not if i can't meet in person i always love to meet in person and I try my best no matter what, whether it's a meeting with somebody else or if I'm meeting with a producer to work on a video. Um, but now I'm realizing that, you know, as long as I have Zoom, um, I could honestly just substitute through that if it's, if it's a hassle to meet in person or if something else comes up. Um, so that's something that I'll definitely be doing. Um, the other thing is the 161 report that we started. Um, that's something that, you know, we're in it for the long term. That's like, this is just the beginning. We did our first show last week. We have our second one tonight and we're going to continue to improve it and, um, and just grow it over time. But no matter what happens, we're going to keep pushing that because there's a long-term potential there and it's going to be a big learning experience as well for us. So for sure, Colin, I think you're going to have to see if you can book uh, the CEO of zoom for, for one of our podcasts. <laughs> 
uh, their stock is down right now, man. Uh, I bought it at I bought a share at 150 bucks, and it's oh, you bought it high. <laughs> it's down at like <laughs> I mean, it was like three days ago, bro. And I bought it like it's down to like 120 right now. Um, and yeah, because I I think they were like at 70 or something, like 70 to 80 before it blew up. And it like almost it like pretty much doubled over the past like two three know, weeks. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like I was like oh Zoom. He, he bought one. He bought one. Oh yeah. Everybody's, yeah. Gonna, everybody's gonna be used to this. Let me go buy a share. Um, <laughs> I actually, you know, it's funny because I I've talked about this on uh, the actually might have been y'all's podcast, but I've I've never been like really into the stock market and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I've just I've I've always been like if I have extra money, I'm gonna invest it in my own company. Um, so like, I've just never really gotten into it, but with, you know, there's been extra time. I think that's, what's been interesting. A lot of us have some extra time. Um, you know, I'm, of course I'm working on my business, but like with it being at home and with there's not these driving between meetings and like all this kind of stuff, there's just, there's extra time. So I've been really, uh, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn something new. So I like, was like, let me just buy a share of this because I want to like, you know, I want to learn something new and it's, it's been interesting. And I know that, that they have because of the increased usage, I think they ran into some privacy issues. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been, I saw a report or something about that, but that's, that's literally like a headline. I haven't read it, so I'm not going to go any further than that, but, um, but yeah, we're going to learn something new, but mm-hmm. it'll, it'll go back up. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I think definitely will. <laughs> but it's interesting to kind of see the companies that you know, need to think about the companies that will benefit from this. I mean, uh, another one that we we're talking about was probably like DocuSign. A lot of, you know, I mean, we, even as a dealership haven't, you know, really like dove too far into um, electronic signatures and that kind of thing. A lot of our interactions have always been in person, uh, but I see a lot more electronic contracts probably coming into play. Um, you know, but you're absolutely right. Like there's going to be more of this. I mean, I actually see me being like, yo, Pablo, you want to have coffee? All right, cool. Like let's get on Zoom at like 10 o'clock this morning and have, right. you know, and, and talk to each other. And, and I've done that a lot over the last two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. just, and really trying to educate myself. Like that's the thing, dude, I, I'm trying to educate myself on like how everybody's navigating this and what knowledge, you know, you know, that I don't know. Um, you know, there's just been, there's just so many unknowns. And I, I know a lot of people are trying to make decisions, uh, entrepreneurs for the first time, there's gonna be a lot of entrepreneurs for the first time that are making their very first, uh, cuts the first layoffs and mm-hmm. you know and that's like i've never had to lay anybody off and i hope i i hope i still don't have to and uh you know but it's but has the thought crossed my mind for the first time ever yeah it has and uh and that's difficult it's even difficult to talk about and admit you know so it's uh, you know just trying to hear and understand what goes into that decision process for people how much data they're analyzing versus their heart i've ha- I've, ha- I've really struggled there i've really struggled between between the data and, you know, the number side of the business and, and the heart side of the business. I'm a very heart driven, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, I don't like, I don't like to like be like, Oh, the numbers say that we're going to be out of business in in two weeks. Therefore we need to go cut people now. Um, right. And I, I like to like rally the troops and be like, yo, we're going to be out of business in two weeks. Like what's the solution? Like, let's, let's go. Like how, how are we going to get through this together? Um, you know, so, it's just been super interesting to hear those different perspectives and um, yeah. Man. Yeah. One of the things that uh, my mentor was talking about Marty um, last week, because we had him for our first episode for one, six, one report. Um, and when I had a conversation with him one-on-one, he said the same thing. He said um, in his company, when they were struggling, um, 
well, in 2001, when the planes hit the towers, he, the first thing that he did, he had already learned his lesson in the 1987 crash and one other experience before that. So he pulled all his execs into one room and he said, effective immediately, he said, none of us are going to take pay. He's like, we're going to pay everybody else in the company, but not a single dollar goes out of the company. We're not paying any, you know, any, any balances that we owe for other companies. We're paying our employees and us, are, we're going to wait until, you know, we, we weather the storm, we get through this and then we'll start taking pay. But what he was suggesting for other companies to do was instead of, you know, laying off half of your staff, get all your staff together, you know, through a Zoom call or whatever, whatever means you can and, you know, tell them like, obviously this is a very tough time. We're going to try to navigate this together. And if we could all, you know, live off half of our pay until we can see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, then we don't have to lay anybody off. And I thought that was some great advice because, you know, instead of cutting out a few people, which could hurt the culture of the organization, you know, you're kind of bunkering down together and then everybody feels attached and, and everybody feels like, you know, they're doing their part as well to help everybody keep their jobs. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really, really good. It's a tough thing to do, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, so I have a couple, a couple thoughts um, related to that. I mean, one, one, one of the first moves that I made was I went to I went to our bookkeeper and I said I want all of the automatic bill pay stuff removed. I was like, do not pay another bill until until I give it to you. So I was like, because we had all these auto bill pay set up, you know, just withdrawn from the account. Went I went and removed all that, so we're not doing that anymore. From now on, you know, bill comes in. I sign off and make sure it gets paid because I'm like, look, if I have to delay a week, two weeks from, you know, we, we normally pay GRU on the first of every month. All right. Well, they might have to wait seven days. <laughs> we might have to pay yeah. on the seventh. We might have to pay it on the 15th. Um, and, and GRU can afford to wait. <laughs> and, and with that, you know, and with that, like I've, you know, I've been encouraged by people and I'm now encouraging people to contact their vendors and to, you know, go ahead and have those conversations. Um, you know, con contact your credit card company and ask, you know, for them to not charge you interest for the next month, for the next two months. Uh, you know, like what, what's it hurt to ask? You know, there's always this fear of rejection, right? You hear about it all the time. Like we're all going through this together. Everybody is suffering in some sort of capacity. And the more that our companies and the, ch the chain, if you will, uh, works with each other, like the better off we're going to be. And they know that, you know, I've already, I've already, I mean, from my personal co mortgage company, who like Wells Fargo has the mortgage on my house. You know, I got, I got an email from them saying, if you are unable to pay your mortgage, please, please give us a, please give us a call. Uh, we're we're going to work with everybody. Like we can delay payments. We can, we can figure something out. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. and so, and so I'm seeing a lot of communication like that right now, which is, which is good. I think we all need to have that kind of mindset. I've even, you know, I'm, I'm doing like some social media consulting and I've told my clients, it's like this past, this month is no charge. Like, you know, we're going to like, I'm going to help you get through this in terms of my knowledge, whatever I can do, just feel free to reach out. Like, you know, I feel like I have to play my part there and I know that they're going to play their part and that that's just going to, you know, pass on. It's like, you know, paying it forward, if you will. Um, and then the other thing is like the transparency, you know, in terms of the team communications, uh, I think that's, I mean, what you were talking about with, 
Marty is, I mean, transparency, right? Talking to the team and saying, this is, this is where we are at and this is what we have to do. And just being very transparent with your teams is, is how I would encourage that. Um, a lot of, I've been encouraged to, and I'm trying to get this set for next week, um, having, team, having the full team on a meeting, like a Zoom call like this, you know, and just having, having that conversation and, and brainstorming and saying, hey, what's worst case scenario here? You know, mm -hmm. uh, Kristen Hadid actually gave me this advice. She's like, what's, what's worst case scenario? Let's, let's talk about this as a team and let's figure out um, what the worst case scenario is. And, and let's, let's brainstorm. What are some ideas? And, um, you know, and she actually sent me like one of the things she, I don't, hopefully, hopefully she doesn't mind me sharing this, but she had, she gave me like 14 points, um, you know, leading through a crisis. And she, and she sent me these 14 points. And one of the big ones that really stood out to me was that if you have to cut, if you have to cut, cut once and cut deep, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, don't like, don't, don't play this game where you lay off, you know, one person and then another person and then another person. And then, you know, like if you're going to cut, cut deep. So that way, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, hey, that's like a one-time thing. This is, you know, let's eliminate that, eliminate that fear, if you will. Um, by by like just doing it one time and doing it deep uh which hopefully nobody has to but if you have to like i thought that was super interesting at you know advice and i'm sure like one of her mentors had given her that um but like she shared it with me and and i thought it was i thought it was really interesting so you know i'm i'm for the first time as an entrepreneur i'm getting knowledge exactly like that um you know, in, information exactly, the advice like that, that I've never really even sought out before. Have you right. thought about mm -hmm. that? Like, think about that as like our careers, like how many times have we like sought out advice on, a, a, you know, a situation, a matter like this, it's just never happened. It's always about like growth and it's always, <laughs> it's always about growth and scaling and culture and like, you know, and I, this obviously it does have a huge impact on culture, but you know, it's, I don't know, man. I'm learning a lot of new stuff right now. And that's why that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do these these little 30 minute shows because I was like, hopefully it can help somebody else get through it too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things we're doing with uh 161 group is we created a private group or I think it's a public group on uh Facebook and it's gonna be like a jobs board. I know there's there's other things like that similar, but uh we're gonna be over the next couple of weeks just looking, you know, Google searching in the area, calling people up, seeing who's still hiring. Because, you know, of course, some businesses are thriving and they need help right now, um, particularly a lot of warehouse jobs. Interestingly enough, like, uh, of course, Amazon is one of them. But I noticed uh, also Chewy in Ocala was hiring for the warehouse. So I think it's important for us to see um, what we can do as far as, you know, trying to get these people who are losing their jobs reemployed, um, even if it's just something temporary for the next couple of months because obviously they have bills to pay and, you know, families to take care of and stuff like that. So, um, so hopefully we're able to make an impact there, but yeah, I think everybody's kind of adapting to this. My, my mentor was telling me this is something that happens, you know, once every hundred years, he's like, I've never lived through something like this. And, you know, this is going to be a very tough moment for a lot of companies and it could be a defining moment for a lot of them. So it's, um, you know, you have to be very, very uh, cautious and careful about what you do during this time, I think. But um, Good. yeah, it's a scary time. Yeah. Mike, any last thoughts? Yeah, it's all, it's all good advice. And just echo that. I mean, I think we're all just trying to figure this out as we go. And, and 
the the tightness of our community, I think, is what will help make sure that that we get through this with as few casualties as possible. Just because everybody, you know, you got the feeling everybody's got each other's back. So we'll we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Pablo, tell everybody where they can connect with you, uh, where they can follow you, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so um, uh, the Instagram, you can connect with us at 161 Group or at Rutex underscore underscore. Follow both. We'll follow you back. Um, and then my personal one is at Dom Pablo with two L's. And um, Facebook, you want to follow or like the 161 Report. That'll keep you updated about all of our shows coming up. And um, connect with me on LinkedIn. You know, happy to make any introductions that people need or any referrals to connections. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah. And, uh, I know we talked about it in the previous podcast, but I mean, one six, one six one, uh, I mean, has a very similar mission to, to us, you know, what we're doing. I mean, this is definitely, uh, about building the, the community, the entrepreneurial community. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to be on this adventure with you guys and, uh, always be bouncing things back and forth. And, um, absolutely. Just- really appreciative of the relationship we have with you guys and just thank you for everything that you're doing for the community. Um, so, you know, podcast family, definitely, definitely support them. And, uh, you know, we got, we got to take care of each other, baby. We got to, we got to lift each other right. up through this, the whole, all of us. 100%. So, uh, and Gainesville, like, you know, please support your local businesses right now. I know that the governor put out, uh, you know, a stay at home order and, you know, but I know that the restaurants are still allowed to serve food. You're still allowed to get takeout. You're still allowed to get that kind of thing. I mean, our, our, Gainesville's cool. I, no, no offense to other communities out there, but Gainesville's cooler because we can actually like take sealed alcohol home, <laughs> <laughs> order order cocktails and all sorts of stuff that's that's happening. Uh, so definitely support our local businesses and, um, you know, and, and of course, like we could really use your support as well. You know, I've been telling everybody like, if you want to buy one of our really cool GNB D-I-Z t-shirts or one of our podcast shirts, you know, just go to whoagnv.com and buy one of those. That'll help us, you know, fund these episodes and, um, and support our team as well. And, uh, if any, and if any, any of you just want to make a donation, please feel free to make a donation. You can send me a direct Venmo at Colin Austin, C-O-L-L-I-N-A-U-S-T-I-N. Um, or like I heard Joanna put like a digital gift card on our website. So if you want to buy a gift card, on our web- website and send, send the code to somebody so they can get some uh, podcast swag. That'd be really cool too. So um, just super grateful uh, for your support. Pablo, thanks again for coming on, man. Really appreciate you. Tell, tell, the, enti- right. tell the entire gang I said hello. Absolutely. Thank you for having me so much, Colin. Really appreciate this. What you're doing for the community is amazing. And I know we're going to get through this together um, because we've got a lot of amazing people in the community, you know, like what you guys are doing. Um, and what Ellie was doing and, you know, we're really excited to play our role. And, um, so thank you so much for having me on here. Really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Guys, this is the WHOA GV podcast. The podcast bring you businesses and individuals that make you go. Whoa. 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 We will see you later. Bye. 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 Nice.